Before we jump into the episode, I want to let you know about our brand new masterclass, how to get into your best shape yet with little or no equipment, with no added stress and with results guaranteed. Yes, this new masterclass you can access for free so you can stop spinning your wheels on trying to work out what you should be eating or what exercise you need to be doing to finally get that body that you're proud of and a lifestyle that works for you. You will get lean, strong and curvy the warrior goddess way, just the way I like it. Okay, so go and check that out at warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash masterclass. All right, let's jump into this episode. Welcome to the Goddess Got Goals podcast, episode 14, how home-based kettlebell workouts have changed our lives, the story of two star-crossed kettlebell lovers, my interview with Rosa Coelho. Hi, I'm Lisa Barwise, ex-business coach turned wellness alchemist, the kick-ass catalyst in helping busy women to become stronger in mind, body and character. It wasn't that long ago that I too lacked motivation, strength or the persistence needed to set and achieve goals in health, strength and body shape. Fast forward 15 years in studying human potential, nutrition, fitness and strength training and creating my own approach to women's wellness, warrior goddess kettlebell training delivered in our unique community studio as well as through our online community and tribe with the warrior goddess body I now help thousands of women locally and globally to become the best versions of themselves without fear of grind, guilt, or burnout. This is the Goddess Got Goals podcast. Well, hello there, Rosa. I think you're most welcome to the Goddess Got Goals podcast. How the heck are you? Hi, Lisa. I'm super great. I'm so glad this works. <laughs> I know the first 30 seconds of all podcasts are generally, is this working? <laughs> but you are most welcome. We have got this. Uh, we have got this sorted. We have got this on control because you are now officially my first international guest. Ooh. Oh, on, I'm so honored. I know on our podcast Um so I am so so excited to kind of get into our topic today and to get a chance to chat with you. Um, but before we go into our topic, which today is all going to be about how home-based kettlebell training changed both of our lives, um, just tell, tell everybody, tell our audience a little bit about you uh, and what you do um, and just share with us what you do on a day-to-day basis. Oh my goodness. Yeah, well, life is pretty busy. I um, when we first met, I was a personal trainer and I was doing that full time in London, England. And um, those were exciting days. And then I made the challenging, very difficult decision to move back home to Vancouver, Canada. And only because I had already been in London for 11 years and missed family because um, things over there were really incredible. And so when I came back, I kind of restarted a little bit of my training business that I wanted to then move along to things like um, health coaching and really working more online with people as well and with our kettlebells and and lifestyle factors and all of those kind of things. So I just kind of switched a little bit from so much of the one-to-one personal training, but it's been a great road. <laughs> right. And it, it is, I think all of us go through some sort of an evolution with everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've gone through, uh, like you have, you, you've, 
you've gone through everything from um, some of your, because uh, we're such really good Facebook friends as well. So I see everything on yeah. our Facebook timeline, <laughs> but um, everything from, you know, teaching, which you did previously and you do again, mm-hmm. but also your acting roles that you had and some really cool oh, yeah. and some, you know, when you went through your film stages um, yeah. and then obviously, you know, you still do a lot of training and a lot of um you know, even for yourself and for your partner, you That's would, nice. you guys would do that as well. So, um, but I, I'll bring Rosa on to talk. We've, we've done a couple of like live videos together mm-hmm. because many of you who actually know me know that when I talk about my kettlebell journey, I always start my story with, so I met this girl in a book. And guess what? And guess what, ladies? This is the girl that I met in the bar. So I I know what a story. I mean, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell the story that I tell so that you can laugh because you'll be like, really, did I have such an impact on on this uh, little Irish girl? But it's so true. Um, So I always say, well, my kettlebell story started with meeting a girl in a bar. And then I say, yes, it was at the end of our nutritional conference and we were meeting in the bar uh, we were at uh, Limerick University for a juice plus conference for a nutritional conference and Rosa was one of the the wonderful people on the panel talking about health and fitness and Mm. I remember thinking when I saw her on the panel first of all she looked really fit and I meant that in a in both a British way and a (laughs) and a physical way and I was like look at her she looks looks so great and Mm. so and she talked about things during her her chat and I remember like saying to her, so what specifically do you do? And you said, well, I'm a kettlebell instructor. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. Like, what is that? Mm-hmm. And oh you said, <laughs> they're strength training bullets. And they're really great because they really work really well from women. You can do the, you know, mm-hmm. home-based workouts. And I actually have a home-based program and I have videos on YouTube. And I'm like, really? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. And literally, I went home from that conference, literally mm-hmm. got home that week and took myself off to Argos. Now, only people in the UK will understand what Argos is. <laughs> oh, but gosh, memories. Memories. I took myself off to Argos, uh, which is like a, like a buy anything you need type of store. Mm-hmm. But I bought myself my first, are you ready, kettlebells that were plastic kettlebells <laughs> with sand inside that the wonderful oh, Davina McCall had put her stamp on and the hardest thing was getting those things from the shop into my car because you're talking nearly 20 kilos of of a box full of these things but I got her videos your lovely videos that you did in your living room at the time or in your garden yeah when you were in London and I swung my kettlebell like a pro and I did all these things and I have to say I know that I really didn't do a great job because one I'm inherently lazy I also share this a lot on my podcast I'm not somebody who's naturally athletic I do not wake up every day and go I get to exercise today that's just not in my DNA (laughs) so if you said do six rounds I would do four if you said you need to do this for four minutes I was like okay maybe I will but um (laughs) And I maybe did, you know, you'd say maybe do this every other day and I'd maybe do it three times that week. But what I noticed that even with my lazy, <laughs> lazy ass attitude that I noticed very, and I'm sure I didn't swing great back then at all, but I noticed really quickly that I started to get very narrow in my waist, that my yeah. arms began to tone up very quickly. And then I thought, okay, if I'm only half assing it now, which I was, <laughs> what would it be like if I actually did a good job? Right. 
So yeah. at that point, that's when I really made the decision. And also I was running at that time. And I know you're a runner too, and you mm-hmm. ran and trained was, for marathons. Yeah. yeah, and I've ran and trained marathons too. But I always did it just out of sheer, I have to prove that I can do something hard kind of mm-hmm. goal, not because I enjoyed running or what it did for me, because it really didn't do a lot. If anything, it did a lot of damage rather than mm-hmm. a lot of good. <laughs> but my healthcare practitioner at the time said, no, you need to stop running. Mm. your knees aren't built for running you're not built for running find something else and I'd be like okay so that (laughs) was at that point that I thought right and it was you know my corporate job I didn't really enjoy things were going a wee bit crazy with that and I just thought right I am going to retrain and learn how to be a kettlebell instructor I only want to teach women how to do kettlebells but I want to learn how to do it first Mm -hmm. and I want to become a kettlebell instructor and I even remember having a conversation with you because I phoned you I think remember that conversation (laughs) Uh I came back from holiday and I was like I'm thinking of becoming a personal trainer and uh, you were like that sounds great yay (laughs) so we've you've literally been here for my whole kettlebell journey isn't that amazing oh Lisa it's so amazing and I'm so honored and what's funny is I remember those times so clearly there's something about that weekend in Limerick that it's just it just has stayed in my heart like I just it was such a great energy and I remember that conversation with you and at that time I was so excited about kettlebells because I was watching the transformation they were having on my body again from having been a runner to then not running um, marathons anymore and only doing the, the kettlebells and strength training work and, um, and I still like, you know, oh gosh, I don't even want to say how many years later I might, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. But I still <laughs> love them just as much. And that I think is what has been so special about kettlebells. And I think the thing is that you have to, it's, they're just so empowering for women. It's not right. just a convenience. There's something very empowering about that. Empowering. Tool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why I called it like it was when I went through the process myself and I'd started to really properly train Mm. with them. And, you know, I I was only teaching four classes a week at that point and all our workouts were hit style stuff and not really heavy because Mm -hmm. I wasn't there yet. But um, that's when I was after about six months or so that I was like, I need a rebranding. I need to change their name. Mm. And that's when Warrior Goddess Kettlebell Training happened. Because that's exactly what you said. They're so empowering. You mm. feel it's like a feminine power. You know, you feel like, you know, strong and um, empowered and you feel that sense of strength. But it also helps you to feel like, you know, you're still working on your curves. You're still working um, yeah. in a way that works really well for women, which is really short and effective, which I love because I've just yes. like, also admitted that I'm very lazy. So <laughs> <laughs> Short workouts are always the way Oh, I hear me. you too. I've always done short workouts. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, oh, it's been, it's in such yeah. a journey. So it's interesting because I feel like we're, you know, we chatted before we came on mm-hmm. here because I always do that with my guests. <laughs> but, um, and talking about kind of how it feels like it's coming back full circle. Yeah. Because when I first started my training, um, and I was doing your, your, you know, your, literally your living room workouts, which yes. were again, AMRAP style or they were high, you know, hit interval type stuff yeah. um, that even like and that was I, I, we are going to date ourselves that was about six years ago about six or seven years ago maybe yeah, yeah. would that be about right yeah I and think then, for about 11 or 12 but when we met yeah right perfect and so even back then but what's really interesting is 
how you taught then mm. is how I teach now. And mm. it's not that, <clears throat> oh, I'm just teaching the way that I was learned. Mm -hmm. It's that it doesn't change. There's like this That's constant, right. because they're so effective as a tool, it's not like a new fad or a new way. You have to do this new thing with your kettlebells. No, it's actually better to do the, it's, it, the most traditional, most consistent, That's most right. uh, fundamental way of doing it because it works because it works yeah absolutely and there's something about them because it's not a tool that you can be lazy with and that's what I like and, and what I mean by that is that your mind needs to be engaged at all times because it's a yes. heavy tool that you're swinging either in front of you or over you and and whether you know if even if you're using it as more of a traditional weight and, and holding it still to do a squat or a lunge there's no point at which you can kind of relax your brain. You need to think of every repetition. And I think that's really why it yes. appealed to me is it never got boring. Whereas like with other weights, and not to say I don't use other weights and other tools, like I, I do, but there's something magical about yeah. the kettlebells that do, they keep your mind engaged. And they keep your why. mind. And I think that I always say that I think I have a little bit of exercise ADHD. I can get bored <laughs> really quickly. Yeah. You know, I was somebody that would have signed up to a six week yoga program or a six week something and maybe done two weeks because I'd be bored, right. you know, or going to classes that never held my attention. Whereas with kettlebells, it's exactly what you've described is that they're challenging enough for you to feel you're mentally and physically engaged right. that you can, and you can't, you can't just switch off. Um, it's not like, you know, it's not like an exercise where you switch off. If that's no. something that you want to do, there's <laughs> plenty of exercises I can tell you, but, um, cause I know some people enjoy that part of exercise, yeah. but that's kind of not what I see kettlebell training being. It's mm -hmm. always more of a practice than that's it is right. an exercise. That's right. Um, but that's what keeps you like, you know, even, um, as I said, you know, it's been pretty much five, six, nearly six years this year mm. where I've done my qualifications Incredible. and I started my first class and, you know, yes, there are times, there was times in that, I'm not going to lie that literally I was like, I don't want to do another kettlebell yeah. thing. <laughs> and I think, and I think it was because I, I was limiting myself and then I went right. and thought, right, I need to go and train with somebody else who does kettlebells just to get some inspiration or do something. That's and funny. then they're like, why are you swinging with a 12? Like you're like way strong. Right. Like, Here, swing with that. And then I'd go, no. And then before you knew it, I'm, I'm like, I regularly swing now with twenties and 24. Yes. I can do one, one minute, 24 yes. you know, kilo swings. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, and then you're like, how is, how is my limiting with my kettlebell training limiting every other part of my life as well so wow I, oh my gosh I love right? that yes and there's just you know there's something about kettlebells that actually sometimes when you go up in the weight your technique is actually improved um yes I think it's fear yeah you've got to really focus yeah I mean yeah, it's yeah. that fine line I'm not saying go pick up the heaviest kettlebell and start swinging it but there is there have been many times where a client is swinging with a lighter kettlebell and I'm like, just try this one, like one step up. And they're always a little nervous, but then they're like, Oh, yeah. I can actually feel it a lot better. So yes. again, staying safe and, and doing the proper technique. But often I find that women are ready to go up a lot quicker than they realize. Than they believe. Yes, yeah. And with still keeping like, again, that perfect technique to keep yourself safe. But but I do, I do believe that, yeah, I do the exact same thing is that when I see somebody's like, 
I'm like, I think if you went up one bell, your form will actually yes. get better because you'll, you will think more about it and you'll be a little bit more, as you say, in tune to the body going, right, well, I kind of feel like I need to right. snap my hips yeah, a bit better or I need to squeeze a bit better. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, totally. And it's, and it's exactly what you've said in terms that women um, – I don't train men and I only have one other, uh, I have two other coaches who work um, in in our team and both of them do train guys as well. And they say that it's really funny because we're literally complete opposites with women will pick up the smaller bell always. Right. Like, and you have to, you know, there's a, there's a delicate balance. And then the guys always pick up a weight that they're like, way too heavy. Really? Are you going to like, what, what are you doing? Absolutely. Like (laughs) first. And then we'll pick that up. <laughs> and then we'll pick that up. But it's so interesting to me is that like, you know, there's a, uh, because I teach from a very feminine point of view, I'm very much into allowing right. and inviting. So for example, when I think somebody's ready for a new, a new bell, I just put it in front of them. Love it. And go, I, I don't know, but I think that's the <laughs> one you need to swing with today. What do you think? And they go, okay, I'll try I it. I love that. Versus the masculine way, which is, here, love, you're swinging with that bell. Right, like, right, right. <laughs> come on, pick it up, pick it up. You're doing that right now. Come on, let's go. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that would terrify me, you know, if you feel absolutely. like you're not ready. So Absolutely. So it's just that they always, they always joke because that's my, I, I invite you to try oh, that bell today. Beautiful. And they go, and they go, that are you, 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 and then I'm like, I could turn it into a double dare, but I think an, an invitation <laughs> is all you need. I double dare you to do it with that one. That I do sometimes do that as a I joke too, because then they're like, because you know the re-competitive nature. Because we right. are. I mean, you will not know how competitive forty-year-old women can be. <laughs> I have a feeling I do. Know. When you have a whole, yeah, your whole group of them in a room, and you're like. So who can do that with a 10 kilo? I can do it with a 10 kilo. Yeah. And then it was only when we did a um, our leadership board and started to really put our grades and ranking system in place right. that um, that suddenly people get like like super competitive. Yeah. And I love it. It just it oh, li- lights so me fun. up. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what do you think it like when you first tell us a little bit about when you first discovered the kettlebell and then what made you think about doing your home-based programs that you did online that I, that I did. I mean, I think it was like divine intervention. Like, I remember I was hired very early on. I knew I wouldn't work in a traditional gym. Like I wouldn't be in a big gym. So I was hired in a very small private studio and it was amazing because it was a studio in central London where we actually trained our clients in bare feet. And to this day, I still work out in bare feet because of the me too. Closer. I won't even let them wear yes. a pair of shoes it across feels that so threshold. Yeah, feel the ground and grip it with your feet. And you know, in all those years, I never saw one person drop a weight, and there were weights everywhere. Never. So, no, never. Your your yep. uh, your trainer is yep. not going to really help you anyway if that happens. Um. So anyway, I saw I saw the kettlebells were just kind of sitting in the corner of the studio, and very rarely would I see someone pick them up. And I remember I just asked, um, the owner like what like, what are those and what, how do we use them? And so he took, um, a couple hours and showed a few of us trainers how to, how to swing them. It was very basic. And I actually don't think it was the proper technique to be honest, like now after I look back, but you know, it was just enough to like make me go, Whoa, like that was fun. Like there was something about those swings. And then later, you know, Turkish getups and, and snatching over your head and like lifting these really heavy weights over your head effortlessly. And I was like, Oh, this, there's just something so beautiful about this. And I loved it. 
So I started using them a little bit with clients and my female clients just, again, they loved them. And I think it's that whole, they really feel they're like, for lack of a better word, like you can really feel your core and your bum with the, with the kettlebells. And yes. they love feeling those areas yep. that are typically a little bit shut off. So it started there. Yep. And then, and then I did a, an, an international uh, certification and that's because they came from the States to London. And I was like, Oh, let me do this. And you know, it was a rather pricey course, but wow, did I fall in love with it? And I remember it was me and like literally two other girls on that course. (laughs) And, um, and that just opened my whole world. Like then I learned the proper technique and with that came a whole lot of confidence. And so then I started using a lot more with my clients and, you know, when I started teaching things like a Turkish get up and getting like these women that were like tiny women lifting like 20 and sometimes 24 kilos over their head with one arm and feeling confident in doing wow. it because you would never give someone that kind of weight unless they were confident. And don't get me wrong. That was like a six month to a year process to get them to like 24 yes. kilos over their head with one arm. But there was just something like so empowering about that um not to mention the physical you know attributes that came with that too um so then I started putting YouTube videos online and what was funny Lisa is like not a lot of people know this but the first YouTube video YouTube you know 2006 was not a huge thing like it was around but there weren't like the huge influencers and that kind of thing I remember filming it with this camera that had a big red dot on it and you literally just press the dot and then the camera would plug into right. my laptop and download it like there was just no you know it was just so simple and I think I that's probably why I came away from YouTube because it got so complicated after a while but those early days it was great and I remember I hit I hit um I hit publish and then I ran into my room and just hid under the covers. Like I was mortified, <laughs> like just mortified. Cause I was wearing like a little, um, like a little sports top, like, you know, and like three quarter length pants, like, or like trousers, like I was nowhere near indecent in any way, but I was sh- showing my midriff, which was not something I did in my daily life. But I knew that it, if I was going to get people engaged, like women that I had to show them you know, you got to kind of show the results, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with us being proud of, of where we've gotten. So I did that, but I would never walk around like that. But yet here I was publishing it. And, um, and not to mention, because yeah. when you put it out there, you don't know who's yes. going to watch it or what they're going to do with what yes. they're going to watch it. And then you're like, yeah, and it's, it is, it's just, well, it is, you just need to be brave. Yes. And, hit and this was before the days <laughs> of Facebook lives or, you know, way, way before. So people right. didn't really, I didn't know any other trainers that were doing that other than maybe some American trainers. Right. But definitely not in the UK. And so um, over time, like I just, the feedback ended up being so great from people. Um, and the whole idea was at home workouts because you only need one, possibly two kettlebells to get a great workout in. And so from there over the years it evolved and I created an online program that did incredibly well. And the only reason I don't sell that program is because you can imagine the quality of the camera from then, like, like changed. And so I actually still include it with another program that I sell as a kind of a bonus because there's still really great workouts, but yeah, it all sort of just evolved. It was, it was like a beautiful journey. No, and I remember um, what what I loved about it was that it was very real. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, because of that was this was before Instagram, probably, too. But we did have Facebook yeah. back then. Yeah, we did. We did <laughs> but, use it this way. you know, even even. Yeah. But even then, you know, 
fitness seemed like something that only fitness models did or it seemed like you know something that only bodybuilders did and for me I wanted to be able to show uh, and I want well first of all I wanted to be able to do it myself to be able to feel that sense of strength and to be able Mm. to change my body but I think also to have somebody you know stand up and say I'm going to teach women Mm. how to do this I'm going to make it really easy from their home but I'm going to be really real and I think that's what I loved about it was that it was you know we got to know you and you had lots of cooking demos as well on your channel and I was just like that's what what I want I want a YouTube channel where I do cooking demos and and now I actually have that YouTube channel I have to say it's it is hard work it really is hard work to get put out content on a regular basis but even more hard work not to judge every time you press publish (laughs) because because you do you go oh you know you know um that you know that particular top didn't make me look as flattering I need to wear something different and then you hear yourself say that and then the next bit you know you go oh I didn't tell them that particular step in that recipe or when you were explaining (laughs) things so you do just put yourself out to be you know commented on and to be whatever but what I've but what I have found is that for every one or half of one that even happens with that there are hundreds or thousands of people who are just thankful that you did it (laughs) and that you're helping them and 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 whatever so um so good for you because without you doing that I wouldn't be here now so So that's a I know, but it is so true because for you, I, you know, I would look at you as a way, an example of like, right, I want to be able to do that. How do I do that? Yeah. And it was just over the years that I've just learned that the way to do it yeah. is just to yeah, do it. Yeah, I think so many times you're stuck in perfectionism <laughs> and, and, and again, like that self-sabotaging and you just got to go for it, make quick decisions and go for it. You just got to go for yeah. it. And I love the ripple yeah. effect. Like the amount of women that you have impacted is just absolutely remarkable. It's incredible. And the fact that it's, you know, we, we all still have this love of this kettlebell yeah. thing. And it's weird because I do have the attention span of a goldfish <laughs> when it comes to a lot of things. You know, I don't, you know, I'm not one of those people that when people meet me now that knew me 10 years ago, they're always like, what? You're a, you're a personal <laughs> trainer? Are you kidding me? Or like, you know, why, why do you do that? And I'm like, no, I'm a kettlebell instructor. I very rarely ever oh, say I that I'm a personal that, yeah. trainer. I don't even say it because for me, it doesn't really conjure up the I actually call myself yes. my official title Rosa is I'm I'm a wellness oh, beautiful alchemist. so I like I like to be the catalyst in the transformation yes. of women so I'm there there we kick ass there we cheerleader their little kind of um magician that yeah. helps them to achieve what they that. need to achieve and I like I prefer that and then kettlebells are just That's a tool great. to get there um so but what I love now is that now that we are, because we're still recording this during the hopefully mm. the end phase or the opening phase of our COVID-19 yeah. journey. Um, but what I have noticed, and I'd love to hear what your thoughts on this, but because we've been doing home-based workouts consistently, most of my VIP community have been doing them for you know, five days a week for the last mm. nearly 12 weeks. Um, I, I had a massive, uh, wonderful journey and transformation myself over a six-week period, proving that the kettlebells are the tool mm-hmm. of choice for women. But what would you say in terms of uh, for a home-based work, workout option, but also because you too have studied, you know, um, 
we've done barbell work yeah. and you know squats and deadlifts and you've also studied a lot of other things and you and your partner he's yeah. in the movement game also um what do you think uh, and I'm mm-hmm. slanting this question because I know that it's right what do you think puts kettlebells as a home-based workout above the rest I mean I, it's funny you say that because we converted our our flat into a gym during this COVID time as well so that my husband can um, train his clients online here and the beauty of it is just that it's it's a small one it's a compact tool it's I call it a gym with a handle right. you can use it as it's a gym, gym with, with a handle. handle love that I'm so we're gonna tweet right. that out ladies tweet it out <laughs> put it out on Instagram gym yeah, with a handle been my thing with it is that you just don't need too many like I always say start with start with two I think two is a good place to start and then if you really want go for that third one but it's not always necessary and once you have them you have them for life they're also a great door stopper <laughs> like they're so versatile <laughs> right and, you know like I, I have other tools I guess like you know bands and things like that and and yeah. you know we use bands a lot too place from from doing like our joint mobility and our our other movements but in terms of a strength training tool I mean there's nothing like it it's the I believe it's the most versatile tool and especially to have in home at home it's incredible where you know a lot of people are living in smaller smaller spaces tiny living and so they're they're ideal yeah I I find that you know especially in the UK we tend to have smaller Mm -hmm. houses um and less space you know everything has doors yes uh, less less yeah. open plan etc so for us to even have the space of a yoga mat That's is right. all you need to do a full a full workout um I love the gym with the handle and the reason why I actually like and I talk about mm. the handle quite often is that especially for women in my experience or little little yeah. fairy sized women like me is that gym equipment is not built yeah. for small no. women yeah. <laughs> it's also not built for women in a lot of ways like I found I struggle with uh, cable related stuff that you have to pull yes. from up high down below can't mm-hmm. do that because I can't reach there's certain things that my legs aren't long enough to move on if we're talking yeah. leg presses or whatever it doesn't work for me um, and you know even like I was uh, I think I was doing a bent over yeah. fly which means I had to put my chest on the front of a bench to do something with some dumbbells and squishing my <laughs> boobs I was like this is not a good move for women there's bound to be a way to work this yeah. muscle without me having to do that's this right. in this traditional way and that's what I find and also like when you go to the gym it just it takes does. up so much time like I have done traditional bodybuilding mm-hmm. you know I I probably did traditional bodybuilding for about 18 months um and although I loved you know the, some powerlifting parts of it learning to deadlift heavy and hitting pbs yeah. and squatting heavy that's and, right you know depth you know deepening my squat and that sort of stuff I love um because mm-hmm. there's an empowerment in that too totally. you feel like a badass <laughs> it's the time it's the time right. it's the time it's the amount that's of right. time like you're talking an hour, hour and a half, and that's not even driving. No, and like the thing too with the kettlebells, I remember actually just to go back a little bit is when I was training clients in the gym one to one. So often I would just laugh because I'd be like, "You realize that we've just in this done this whole session probably like in a couple meters by a couple meters, like we haven't moved much, and that's because like we can the kettlebells don't take up that much space, and it's amazing what you can get done in a small space. Um, so I love that. I just, a small space and small amount yes. of time. Like I feel like, 
you know, women don't have two hours in their day to drive to, to a place to go and do an hour, you know, hypertrophy training or strength training to do then an hour of cardio to then drive all the way home again. Um, unless that's something that you enjoy. And a lot of people get a sense of community out of that and all those wonderful things, or maybe time out of the house away from the kids or, or whatever. But if your goal is actually to Mm -hmm. either change your body shape or to get stronger, it's It's just not not. necessary. And I I think that it's all that healthy at the moment. Yeah. So many women now, like we're seeing are suffering from things like adrenal fatigue and really having a hard time sleeping and high levels Mm -hmm. of stress. So exercise is a stress. And so when you get into those longer workouts, it's not always better for a woman. So I do think like, I mean, my workouts are 30, maybe 40 minutes if I'm going slower, like they're never, they're not, they're rarely longer than that. Um, And if they are, there's just like a lot of breaks in between. And I kind of have the time to do it like that. But I prefer to do a short workout, you know, four or five days a week than to do one or two really long ones. And it's uh, far more effective for for your results. It's so much more effective for your results. And actually, um, we're just revamping our VIP community, my online program, which we call the Wheel of the Year, which because it's a... It's, it is destined to be a year-long program. They don't yeah. have to commit to a year, but we all know that really, if you're oh, looking right. for changes and lifestyle choices, uh, you know, a year is a good marker and going through the different seasons. But also we do take account of uh, training through your menstrual cycles and training yeah, like through your that. body. So we do look at the difference of when to train nice. hit style training with your kettlebell, when to do body weight That's only, right. when to just rest and not do anything at all versus when to do strength training um, as you said, what we love about kettlebells is we have our classes are, or our workouts are called lean, strong, and curvy. And lean, strong, and curvy are workouts that get you the thing Beautiful. that it's called. So if you want to get leaner, you do a hit style kettlebell and martial hit style training. The strong is upper body um, core based stuff. So that's where you'll get your Turkish get ups and your presses mm-hmm. and your rows, etc. And then curvy is pretty much obliterating <laughs> your bottom half <laughs> like it's so bumtastic it's wonderful um but women you know can train legs uh, and bums yeah. mostly train legs and bums you know twice a week if it's a 30 minute workout and therefore you're hitting that zone as you've just talked about the bum and the, the core right. that ladies really want to see results in but are also not as utilized and really need more attention especially if you haven't trained for a while Uh, and we can recover quicker because that's the way our biology is um so but we can recover quicker to do another Mm -hmm. short and effective kettlebell workout so that's what yeah that's what the science says based on what we've noticed with training women for that amount of time but the science the science is actually catching up it's really interesting it's just because i'm doing this research at the moment um but um and I've been reading a lot of uh, hormone-based, how to, you know, oh, work yeah. with your hormones for performance and work with your hormones okay. through, through exercise. And um, a lot of them do quote kettlebells as a really good way to use strength training, which I love mm-hmm. that it reinforces what I already know to be true. But one of the key things is that, yes, autoimmune issues and adrenal fatigue issues and all these other conditions are on the rise because of That's stress right. and chronic stress. And exercise, and exercise being one of those things. And then I see people doing I hit know. style trainings with really heavy bells for what for one hour at a time. And I'm like going, are you kidding me? Like, you know, or 
it's not that I don't like CrossFit. Mm-hmm. There's certain parts of CrossFit that I love and adore. But um, again, it comes down to, well, what is it that you want? You know, are you, if you're wanting to be a CrossFit athlete, then that's fine. You train to be a CrossFit athlete. But if you're, I'm not saying the average woman, but most women that I meet and encounter who yes. want our services, they just want to have a body that's that they right. feel proud they of. Feel they want to have a lifestyle that's, that's going to give them, yeah, they want to feel their best and be the best version of themselves. And it's not necessary to go and try yes. to kill yourself <laughs> two times a week and just end up with like more, you know, adrenal right. issues and, and, and fatigue issues and things like that. So, so that's why we love home-based kettlebell workers. <laughs> I know that this might've sound, this might've come across as one big gigantic commercial, but it's honestly, I want people who are listening to understand that we're telling you this out of actual that's love. Right. Like this has been for both of us, a love journey, a star-crossed love journey is what I'm going to put in our show notes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> because our, our path, our paths have crossed they so many have. times, but that's, but it's because of, you know, you introduced me to a tool that ultimately I was like, everybody needs to know how to use this. And this is going to empower them and make them be the best version of themselves. Um, and that's kind of what I've done. So I'm so excited. That oh, you're I'm so proud and, of you. And that people it's incredible. can. It's been like, I'm so honored that I played like a tiny role in that. <laughs> I know. But, you know, and I literally tell the story like I did in our, in our master class as well that we've done, which is how to get into your best shape yet from home. I literally always tell the here's my kettlebell story. And it started with meeting a girl in a bar because it's the best. You know, that's a proper storytelling, Irish storytelling, you know, I journey. So I really love that um, that you can be a Aww. part of that. But thank you so much for coming on and yeah. sharing um, your your experiences of it. And so that everybody could know that. um you know that I don't just make up the story it is true you are a real you are a real person in Ireland again someday (laughs) no Lisa I'm so I'm so proud of you you know like kettlebells is a tool it's it's what really allows you to get your voice out there too because just when you're talking right now about help like educating women about training according to their hormones and their cycle like this is all stuff that's like new and coming out and so important that we don't keep training the way you know, bodybuilders and men were training. And I love that you just keep yeah. providing that value to your community. And, you know, you talked about like knowing what days yeah. to rest. Like I always tell my clients, think of rest as right. training. Like it's so important. Schedule ladies. it and, in yeah, your Yeah, it's phones. one thing that women really have yes. a hard time with, just resting period. So I just really yeah. appreciate all the, you know, you took one thing, like one tool, but what you put out there goes far, far beyond kettlebells. So and that's really incredible. Oh, and, and I, I think that I think that's always the way that it is. It is that, you, you, yes, it's one tool that can empower people, but it's like how best to yeah. use it. And then before you know it, you are talking about hormones and health. It's the catalyst, which is the wellness yeah. alchemy. Beautiful. See, it all comes back around to that. <laughs> so I yeah, think we should leave it you. there. It was almost like we've had a, a mic drop moment there. So thank you so much for coming on board. Uh, please tell people where they can um, find out more about you. I know you're on Instagram and on yes, Facebook. On Instagram. How at can Rocket they find it, you? R-O-C-O-F-I-T. And um, I also have my website is rockofit.com. I'm launching Rosa Coelho finally. Um, and that's coming out in a couple Ooh. of weeks or so. But Instagram is probably the easier place, easiest place to just kind of send me a quick message. 
Yeah. So if anybody wants to reach out and see all the lovely things she has, uh, and I know you're still on YouTube, your, your videos still are there. still on there, aren't they? I don't they? really add too many there anymore, but they're there. You're like, maybe don't go see them. No, they're still, they still stand the test yeah, of time, the ladies. Honestly, the training good. is so the awesome. Still and the recipes are still good. She follows more great. of a paleo. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? If you saw some of my, you know, first videos too, they'd, they'd uh-huh. shock you. So, uh, the fact that they, the, the quality and the content stands the yeah. stands the test yeah. of time. Yeah. Awesome. So, so much, thank Lisa. you so much, and um, you're most welcome. And I look forward to connecting with everybody same time next week here on the Goddess Girl Goals podcast. Thanks so Bye. much, Rosa.